What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Aussie. Uh, already, see, I messed this up. This is why. This is why we shouldn't have taken a hiatus. Uh, this is the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. Yeah, I'm a level twenty six warlock. Wait, that's not Pokemon. No. <laughs> Do people still play Pokemon? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Um, no Pokemon news at all. Nothing exciting. No new oh. games. Good thing that uh, Bayonetta came out, so we have something to talk about. <laughs> Bayonetta 2, I'm sorry. But they did release the original Bayonetta for the Wii U at the same time as Bayonetta 2. So that's good. <laughs> of course, we can always talk about Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Anything but Pokemon. There's a new Mario Kart expansion coming out, I believe, soon. Uh, the DLC, yes. Yeah. The first DLC pack is coming soon. And uh, what else is released? Civ Five. Not, not. I'm not a Civ player, but wait, not not Civ Five. I'm sorry. It's Civ uh, Beyond Earth or something weird like yep. that. Yep. So, uh, oh wait, there is a Pokemon title that did just come out. Uh, Pokemon Boredom Academy. (laughs) Pokemon Art Academy, man. Yes, Pokemon Art Academy, that thing. Yeah. Did you get it? I did not, because I cannot art. Mm, mm, So mm. Maybe we should get back on topic and (laughs) figure out why people are listening to this. Um, So if you're listening to this, you've either found... It's super effective in iTunes, or you found PokemonPodcast.com, or you were already subscribed to some RSS feed, and this episode just popped up. <laughs> uh, that's why you're listening to us. Uh, again, my name is SBJ. If this is your first episode of It's Super Effective, it's not going to be a very good one, because this is just kind of like a promotional episode to get you guys excited for the Kickstarter that we are launching on Tuesday. We're recording this on Sunday night. Um, But with that being said, we have been on a break for the last two months, uh, mostly for preparation for the Kickstarter and just, you know, taking a break from the show. We've been doing this whole thing for about four years now, over four years. And so we're just kind of resetting everything and raising some funds so we can make the show better and possibly bring back Travis. He is not with us today. Oh, yes. Send money so Travis can come back. (laughs) We need to free him. He's been captured by and taken hostage and they're demanding money. Oh, or don't send money. <laughs> so we yeah, you don't want to hear him, just don't send any money. Never have to hear from Travis ever again. <laughs> so this isn't really a full episode of It's Super Effective, where we're going to run down a little bit of the Kickstarter and cover uh, the Ruby and Sapphire demo that got released on the 21st. Um, in other Pokemon news, the Gengar event ends today, but uh, since you guys will be listening to this a couple hours later... Uh, You've already missed it, so no Gengar for you. <laughs> Wait, no, don't say it in a negative way. <laughs> the Gengar event ends today, but the Deancey event starts on when you're listening to this. Get to GameStop and get your code. There you go, see? Positive. You can positively get a Deancey unless you live in northwest Washington, and then they've already sold out of the codes. Because <laughs> that, that's what happened to me with Gengar. Did you go the first day or did you go last minute? 
I went in the middle. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. So from my understanding about – I was going to ask you about this because before you could just sit in your car outside of GameStop. No, no, no. Download said Pokemon and then leave. No longer. <laughs> you have to walk in and get a code. Yeah. What I assumed happened at your store is somebody probably just took a giant stack and left because technically there's a limit two codes per person. Well, so I went in um, to the store in Columbia Heights, D.C., which is much nicer than it used to be, but still is not that great of a part of the city, but it's the only GameStop that's here in D.C. And uh, I bought a PS Vita, and then I said to the guy, can I get the Gengar code? Because I needed to buy a PS Vita as my excuse for being in the store. And then he said, no, we're already ran out of the Gengar codes because Pokemon, you might not believe it, but Pokemon is very popular in this part of town. And I was like, why wouldn't I believe it? I live a mile away. But there you go. So then I had to drive like 15 miles outside of the city to Tyson's Corner and went to the GameStop there. And the dude was like, yeah, I got like billions of codes. So then he gave me one. But then uh, Will Brendel also gave me one. So I had one for each of my versions. Do you... Um... I'm gonna. I was gonna say. Do you like that they put it on a slip now? Uh, no, I don't like talking to people. Yeah, but at the same time, you could get the code from somebody via Twitter, and not deal with GameStop at all. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true, and we can share with our international amigos. That's true. Uh, some other Pokemon stuff came out. I'm just kind of running through this real quick. Uh, the Pokemon TCG iPad app came out for. Yeah, just for iPad, not on iPhone. Uh, only uh, iPad Mini two, anything newer than that, and then iPad three and newer. I believe it does not work on the iPad two or the original iPad. Oh, really? Yes, because mm -hmm. of the processor. I don't really know. I don't have an iPad anymore, and I don't play Pokemon TCG anymore. So it's kind of been off my radar. Uh, so there's a question, because they did announce that they're going to um, release the Pokemon TCG game on the 3DS. Are you going to get that? They did? Yeah, it's like November 15th or something is coming out. What? Uh, no, I totally missed this. Oh, yeah, because, you know, Europe already has it. Oh, you mean the original TCG? The original one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Dag! It's such, it's such a slow-playing game. I never played the original one. It's okay. It's not. It's yeah. It's all right for its, it was good for its time. Um, now, if you don't have an iPad but you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch, Camp Pokemon also came out recently, which is some sort of something. I, I think it's intended for like little kids. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To do stuff. And become a Pokemon trainer. But you can take pictures of yourself with Pokemon. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. And, and you get uh, pins or stickers or something. Yeah, it yeah. works on both um, iPhone and iPad. But the, the selling point, the tagline here is play fun Pokemon activity, activities to learn the basics about Pokemon, including identifying Pokemon and understanding type matchups. This is very important for our young trainers. Yeah, I think Travis would benefit from this because yes. he was so upset from Fairy type. Oh, threw him for a loop. 
fun for the fun on the run can teach them how to identify. Yes, it's also an island adventure where you can explore an amazing island where future trainers can discover many aspects of the Pokemon universe, like how to uh, appropriately worship Arceus. <laughs> uh, I have not played this yet, but I uh, I do plan on getting around to it. I downloaded it. Uh, it's free. I don't know if there's in-app purchases. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but it has nothing to do with the main series game, so take that for what it is. It's just one of those spin-off games. Well, it's just a way to bring bring kids in, give them something to do with their uh, portable or mobile computer or mobile, what do you call those things? Casual gaming? What's the word for it? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. And it just means that the next Pokemon games are going to be released for uh, iOS. Yeah, that's clearly what it means. <laughs> they're, they're dipping their toe in the water, seeing what uptake they get, and then 2015, it's going to be, you know, Pokemon Pod. <laughs> or po- po- Pokephone? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, there is more relevant news. Uh, mega relevant news, as some would say. It's like we never took a break from the show. <laughs> I believe they showed... Let me see if I can get all of them. Uh, Mega Steelix, Mega Pidgeot, Mega Beedrill, and Mega Galai. Galai? Is that Glalie. 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 Yes. Glalie. They did show all of those. Um, Am I a Mega right. Short? I feel like I'm a Mega Short. Uh, was there a Mega Pidgey? <laughs> yes, yes. Mega Pidgey. Uh, the the Latios Latii were uh, official. Beedrill? Did you say Beedrill? I said Beedrill. Rayquaza? Uh, oh, yeah, there was Mega Rayquaza. That was he, a thing. Is he Mega Rayquaza or Primal Rayquaza? He is indeed. He or she. Actually, I think it's gender neutral. Neutral. But, uh, but uh, they it, are indeed Mega and not Primal. Uh, whatever that means. Well, I mean, I know what it means, but whatever that means for story purposes in the game. Uh, is there a Mega Galad? Did you say that? Galade? Galad? Is that how they say it? I don't know how they say it. I'm confident. One, one of us is right. Well, I mean... Well, both it, of us could easily be wrong. It could be Galad. Hmm, hmm. We need but, to get we need to get like a nine year old on the show so they can. <laughs> I know, right? But they did they do the mega for for that dude, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, before yeah. the what what's its alternate evolution, the one that the Gardevoir. Fairy, yeah, yeah, Gar- Gardevoir. Yeah, yep, that has mega too, but not as exciting. And then Latios and Latias are probably some of the dumbest megas. I'm just gonna put that out there. Why? Just because you can't tell them apart? Well, their eyes, I think, are the main thing, right? One's like has red eyes and one has yellow, or blue, or blue. Sure. No, it's just dumb. I'm gonna say it. It's dumb. Stop hating on the Latii. Yeah. Why make them so similar? I don't understand. I know. I guess they could have done more, but. Uh, you know Pokemon is tired because they were just making Pokemon out of food now. You've got a ice cream Pokemon. you got a cupcake Pokemon. Cotton candy. Uh, Mega Steelix. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
Um, well, no. Also, Mega Beedrill is also really sweet. He looks really violent. Mega Beedrill looks like like a Beedrill. Like I wouldn't be able to really tell it from the original form. No, that it has much. like bigger, bigger uh, needles. Poker things. Poker things. That <laughs> it pokes you with, right? Needles. A needle. Uh, right? A bee stinger. Uh, a stinger. 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 But it's more of a wasp, isn't it? And wasps bite. They don't sting. I so mean, now his I'm... name is not wasp at drill. It's definitely <laughs> wasp <at> drill. <laughs> <laughs> mega wasp drill, though. Wasp drill. It does. It doesn't have like a pre-evolution. It's just mega wasp drill. <laughs> comes out of the ball mega already oh do you think may do you think butterfree is gonna get a mega do you think they're gonna well now they have to right because beedrill is the companion for butterfree right right right. right? metapod and kakuna well yeah i'm also waiting on a a mega machamp since alec kazam got a mega uh i thought they already did that what no, they didn't do it. <laughs> Hold on. See, you could probably say, I thought they did that, and I would just believe you. Because <laughs> I'm so out of the loop with things. This is why we need money, so I can learn. Well, this is why we need Travis, because he actually pays attention, and he, like, he lets us know. No, no, no. Don't give him too much credit. He's probably been just on vacation, as we both have been vacation at school taking tests and stuff having a good old time he loves he's like that kind of dude that loves to take tests <laughs> we should just have a podcast that just talks about travis's life well that's how we're going to get money for the kickstarter <laughs> because people will desperately want travis back so we'll stop talking about travis <laughs> uh there uh my uh, obviously people obviously people are want to know our thoughts on the demo that came out uh, well, I played it more than once. Okay, okay. I played it once. Um, so I was very hesitant to actually play the demo. Mostly because it was like, well, I don't want to play the same parts over and over again in a game. Especially a game I played over a decade ago. But the demo was nothing like that. It was kind of its own little spin-off scenario. And boy, was it boring. But you only did the first mission. Yeah. Well, first, I wasn't going to play it at all because I was told that you couldn't actually catch Pokemon and or transfer them back to your Pokemon bank. So I was like, I don't want to put time into training or using these Pokemon that I can't even keep. Um, But then, of course, that's how they introduced uh, Mega Steelix and Mega... Glalie. 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 So I was like, all right, I'll play it just to get whichever Mega I got. Also, I didn't get Steelix, so I was very disappointing. I don't know anybody who got Mega Steelix. Do you know anybody who got Mega Steelix? No, I don't. I thought, well, from what I heard, and I didn't look into it, but you could get one or the other at the end. But it seemed like almost everyone got Glalie. Well, at the end of the first mission. Right. Because there's like... You can do up to 10 missions, and they're different. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. A uh, couple thoughts off the top of my head when I'm playing. Uh, first is 
for 700 and some Pokemon in the game. Why am I fighting a Zubat in the demo? I didn't fight a single Zubat. I, so did, I, don't, I did. I don't know why you had bad luck, but... And I also fought a Puchina. That I fought. And I fought something else, but I one-shotted everything. I picked uh, <laughs> the Mudkip Middle Evolution. Oh, I went with uh, tr- uh, not Trico. Who comes after Trico? Sceptile? <laughs> yeah. Who's in the middle? This is a Pokemon podcast, right? We can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like an off the cuff. It's like I want to do I want to do grass this time, and I never do grass, so I I haven't paid that much attention to those evolutionary lines. Um, I don't think Sceptile's the one in the middle, and whoever remembers the one in the middle, right? That's true. What I don't understand is the only way to get this code was to sign up at Pokemon.com via your email, right? Because they email you the code. So everyone who signed up was already a Pokemon fan. Well, so that was just the first um, the first distribution of them. There's like 30 other ways to get the code for the demo. But just to be the first people to get the demo, because they know that we're going to be the people who are going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like it's a demo for a a twelve-year-old game. You know, you're you're just totally hating on the fact that this is a remake. It is going to be special. I promise you. Oh yeah, I mean, they showed the flying thing. That seemed pretty cool. Where you can now, like, unless it's a gimmick, just like when they showed the Rhyhorn riding, and you only rode him for like two minutes in one situation. No, I think they said that you can fly to because it is going to be a mechanic for catching uh, legendary and rare Pokemon that you can that you'll be able to fly around to different. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of them, like Mirage spots or something like that. Oh. And then you'll have the the legendary encounters in those spots um, because there will be a wider range of legendaries that you can catch in this version. So that between X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, you can have a almost complete collection of non-distribution uh, legendaries mm. in your Pokedex. That was a lot of words for me to say. Um, I think what got me more hyped than the demo was seeing Mega Beedrill and Mega Steelix and seeing those Pokemon get some new treatment. But you didn't see those in the demo. I didn't, but it was the announcement of those. Can I just say something else about the demo? And I, I've heard this from at least one other person. Um, I find the reversion and retroization of the menu screen and the lower screen, uh, I don't like it. Unhappy. I hope that does not carry over to the main game. Oh, you know it will. Well, I was hoping that the menu system would be as good as... Heart Gold Soul Silver. I'm so sick of hearing that. Unova had the best venue system. Mm-mm, no, no, no. X and Y definitely had a better system than Unova. <laughs> for sure. Well, what I certainly don't want is that news guy talking the whole time on the lower screen. I, that just like threw me off so bad. Yeah, yeah. Did they confirm character customizations or do I still have to be Sebastian or whatever the heck his name was? Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> Why am I Orlando? Um, they think I think they confirmed that there will be no character customization. 
I don't understand. I don't understand how this game company moves forward with things and then takes them away from us. I think character customization requires quite a bit of data, and they just had to make some choices on what to include and what not to include. It's a cop-out answer. It's the same engine. I, I realize it's the same engine, but when you get to just actual data in the database, are you going to have room for 500 different hats, 600 different shirts, jackets, pants, shoes, uh glasses versus pins or are you going to have a battle frontier what do you pick steve mm, i I'd pick the trainer uh, customization you, you know where you're going to have your trainer customization and i can tell you this is almost a one-for-one trade-off secret bases i guess but there's a like, secret mm. there's something to say about it's the same problem animal crossing had where like you could only be said white boy or girl. I think that's still the problem in Animal Crossing, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. <sighs> Someday. Give give them ten more years and there will be more diversity in your playable characters in the world of Nintendo. I mean, just you, we have to wait for the new 3DS to come out. Yeah. That was that was announced since we've been on hiatus, hasn't it? Wasn't yes, it? Uh, yes, yes. It was announced when I was at your house. That's true. Oh yes, yes. I because you said that, I have a speculation call. Well, I have two of them. First is that I bet that Mewtwo will be the second Pokemon amiibo. And for those who bet, for those that didn't buy both games, or I'm talking about Smash Brothers right now. I'm a little off topic, but still Pokemon related. They announced Mewtwo for Pokemon Smash, for Pokemon Smash, for Super Smash Brothers, for Wii U and 3DS. They announced Mewtwo, but the only way to get Mewtwo is to own both copies of the game and register with Club Nintendo. Uh, I heard that you could buy Mewtwo. Like yeah. the only way to get it for free is to have both copies yeah. and buy it as DLC. I heard that too, but that was never like. Official, uh, official. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So my speculation is that Mewtwo will be an amiibo, and y- you can buy him for twelve ninety nine, and that's how it brings him into the game. Do you know what's even better than that? Save a hundred dollars and don't play that crummy Smash Brothers game. <laughs> I played the demo for five minutes. I was like, I never want to do this again. Yeah, the demo for three DS was pretty bad. I, I do not understand why people enjoy playing that game so much, but whatever. Game. If you think of it as a party game and not like we single play, it's, it's like sitting down and playing Street Fighter. You play only the hardcore people are going to play by themselves to get better. But like, even if you're bad at Street Fighter, if you're in a room of like four or five people and you're passing around the controller, you can have a good time. <laughs> That's how you get Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's my speculation with, with uh, Smash is we're going to have a Mewtwo amiibo. Um, they have to have another Pokemon amiibo, right? I mean, they have to, They will have more and more as time goes on because did you notice like everybody is making those things? Skylanders, Disney Infinity, there's now a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. Yeah, everybody's making those things. NFC character dealies i do not understand what the draw is um the draw is that it costs them like two bucks to make and they can sell it for 12 well okay i there's that's the draw for them 
but right, you and Joe from Cerebi both have like purchased the entire collection of every amiibo. Yes. Oh God. For why though? You can't even use them all. You do. Uh, you do not have enough time to use them all. What are you going to do? I like. You, You like collectibles. I like collectibles. Yes, you're absolutely right. I like toys a lot. Um. I like things that sit on a shelf and collect dust. I don't understand that. I hate that kind of stuff. Because <sighs> you're 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 probably you're not even gonna take them out of the box, are you? No, I probably will. I mean, I'm not that hardcore. It's not gonna be mint, man. Yeah, but I wasn't like I, that's that was never like a draw to me. Like when when I bought Skylanders for the first time, I was like, I'm not gonna. Should I take them out of the box? Should I not take them out of the box? And I was like, I'm going to take them out because like, that was something Irene and I did together. And so we switched a lot of characters and it was really fun to like, and that was like, that was right before Christmas too. So we had, we had like a week off and we would uh, like get our pajamas on and we would have our whole living room table full of Skylanders. And it was like a really one of a kind experience. It's amazing. You can almost make Skylanders sound like fun. Yeah. I, I just sold everyone. And then Skylanders 2, and then after Christmas, you know, more games came out, kind of put it on the shelf. They announced Skylanders 2, got really excited leading up to it. On When Skylanders 2 came out, on that day I went to like three Toys R Us's and I spent 400 and some dollars. Came home with all these Skylanders. I felt really good because I was able to find all of them that were available on day one. And they, and... I kept them in the box and I was like, I'm not going to open them because we haven't played yet. And I want that experience again of like, we're going to sit down and play together. And it, that day never came. And then right. Was it after I, I can't remember what I sold them, but I pretty much said like, I sold all of set one because I had all of set one opened on eBay and I sold all of, or most of set two sealed on eBay and together I made 700 and some dollars just getting rid of them because I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't uh, keep buying Skylanders. You could have kept that money in the bank and generated interest. I could have. But see, I, I really like Nintendo. So, like, uh, see, I don't care that much for Star Fox, but it's like I can't buy all of them and not have Fox. Or it's like I don't care about Fire Emblem, but I'm going to have a stupid Marth amiibo because who i can't not have the whole set you got to collect them all we got to collect them all i never got into disney infinity though because i'm not i'm not a disney guy i am not either and i you know i see people who are and i'm just like well i mean there's i i think i've explained at times over and over why i'm not a disney guy but people who are like so into kingdom hearts and i'm like dude that's mickey mouse and donald duck they're not (laughs) <laughs> spiritual warriors or whatever uh-uh so I mean, whatever. when i go to target and i look at disney infinity their figures are really well done and very cool it's just you know not my cup of tea i'm sure they make I'm, a ton of money though um, sh- my, my, my second speculation that we got off topic uh-huh. uh, so new 3ds coming out i bet i bet that we're going to see Pokemon Z, and I'm going to say that it's going to be Pokemon Z next fall, because Pokemon seems to have to have a game every year now. Well, 
that's just to keep us on the run. Keep us on the run. But it's going to be enhanced for the new 3DS. But yeah. still playable on the original 3DS. Whether that's like better animations or something. I just bet that that's going to be the selling point for that is that it's the sequel or whatever to X and Y, but it's enhanced for 3DS. That's my call. That's what I'm going to mm, I don't like when they do that. Well, they did it with Crystal, and then they did it with... Um, did they do it with Emerald? No, Wait, they didn't do it with Emerald. Chris, was, how was Crystal enhanced? Uh, I can't remember. Wait. Crystal, yeah, no, was, Crystal was enhanced. Yeah, it was the first full color. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Where um, silver and gold had more colors than, of course, red and blue. But crystal was like, that's how it was enhanced, the color thing. But could could you play crystal on the original Game Boy? No, but it was the same game. Uh It was just... Uh Yeah. And you could be a Um, girl instead of a boy. Yeah. Um, Not my life dream. Um... (laughs) Hmm. Do I have any speculations? I think it's going to be Delta Emerald and not Pokemon Z. I think they are done with uh, Kalos, Kalos, whatever it is. I think they're done. I think that uh, Masuda recently visited Germany, and it may be a sequel to um, X and Y, but it will not be set in Kalos. And I don't think it'll be backwards compatible either. I think they got a lot of flack for black and white being DS games. Yep, that sucked. I hated black and white too. It came out at such a bad time. Ugh. Black and white too is so good. I mean, it's clear that Pokemon's a system seller. Yes. Just like Mario Kart is. And Smash Brothers. And Bayonetta. Mm. I know... Me, my, me, <laughs> and at least one other person who bought the Wii U just because Bayonetta was coming I mean, out. Bayonetta has a very, very hardcore following. Yes. Which I don't understand, really. I mean, it's just Devil May Cry. <sighs> it, I never played Devil May Cry. Uh, all I know is that you get to beat up angels, and that's as far as I've gotten, and it's fun because you do it in these crazy ways, and they explode, and it's super violent, and <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And I'm actually worse at it than I am at Destiny. So, mm. But back to the original topic, I know people who bought the Wii U just because Bayonetta 2 was coming out for the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Understandable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Back to the demo, because we're just jumping all over the place. But that's yeah. uh, but I've only played it through it once. I got my Mega. Don't plan on going through it again, but you said there's items and stuff. Yes. Uh, you keep getting, as you keep going back to Steven and completing missions, he gives you... He sucks, by the uh, way. ...different things. Why? What? He's also, like, twice as tall as you. I don't understand. Why He's an adult, point? and you're a little kid. I thought he was, like, 15. Oh, I don't know. He's got silver hair. <laughs> I don't think that's and, like, a, like a selling point for being an adult. And he's uh, he had a growth spurt, and you haven't yet, or something. I'm like a foot taller than you, so whatever. Um, 
but anyways, he gives you stuff and all the items that you get in the game, uh, you can transfer over. Is there anything good or is it like Pokeballs? Uh, uh, it's nothing too fantastic. Let me tell you of one thing I'm not in short of in a Pokemon game and that's money and Pokeballs. Yeah. No, it's not like a starf barrier or anything that it's impossible to get. Um, but it'll be nice things to start out your game with. And I have a suspicion because you, you know how you get, uh, you get all three of the starters in addition to Glalie. Uh, I think that you'll be able to transfer over the mega stones for all three starters. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because you can transfer over items and those are items. So why, why not? See that demo doesn't expire. I don't think. No, it's not one of these limited play demos. Not at all. Yeah. But um, after your tenth run is the last time that you get items. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Your, your tenth mission. Um, I did notice, and I don't know what this actually means. Um, it may just be a remake of Rustling Grass, but there was like a point where I was running through the tall grass, and there was like this dark shadow, kind of like jumping around in one of the parts of the grass but when i got over to it it had kind of like run away before i could get to it my understanding is you have to do the sneaking thing you have to like over there because i was like why can you sneak in this game well there you go and then justin um what's his twitter name justin ftw yeah explained the sneaking thing to me so you can sneak up on rustling grass that's the first time you could sneak right that wasn't in x and y I've never seen sneaking before. Okay, because I noticed that right away. No, because in X and Y, the minute you hit the circle pad, you uh, roller skate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So confirmed, roller skates are done. <laughs> no, no more roller skating. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it um, for the demo. And like we said earlier in the show, Pokemon uh, Art Academy came out uh, just over the last weekend here. And which is, I guess, cool. I don't know if who's into that, but I have not gotten it yet. Mostly because Destiny takes up a lot of my time now. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell, not to get too off topic, but there's a there's a grind in Destiny. There's a serious grind. There's there's a bit of a grind. There's a bit of a grind to it. You are correct. And I love that grind. And Monster Hunter also had that same grind. And the grind is, for the most part, certain scenarios. Like, I'll do this mission, get to the end, kill this boss who takes several minutes to kill. And in Monster Hunter, it's kind of the same thing, except there's no scenario leading up to it. You just get dropped into what, like a boss battle or a monster battle and takes several mi- minutes to kill said creature. And then at the end, you hope that some random number generates, generator gives you the item that you went there for. That you so hopefully, hopefully worked for. And then you don't, and then you do it over. And then yep. you do it over, and then you keep doing it. And I did that Monster Hunter where you know you kill the same monster you know 12 times before you get what you're looking for. And neither of those 12 times were not enjoyable. Like I still had fun doing it. And I feel that same thing in destiny where like, it's like, oh, I've killed the Archon priest, you know, probably 20 or 30 times, but like, I still 
like going through the motions. Oh yeah. I've done the Sepix Prime mission at least 20 times. Like or I have a there's like missions that both of us we have down pat. You know exactly where to be, what to do, exactly when and it's still fun to do them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe it's because you're always doing it with two other people. I mean, well, at least for the strikes, which are yeah. the things that kind of matter. Well, that the, Monster Hunter you're supposed to be doing it with other people too. I, I would say the main draw for me is that, you know, I can hop on there and you and I and um, Drew or some other person, uh, John, uh, Micah, you know, we'll, we'll be having a conversation and having fun together, even though obviously we live in very distant places and we're also doing something together. Yeah. Right. We're, we're taking actions together. Um, and that's, that's what I really, really like. You know, it's not just us sitting around talking about Pokemon for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, obviously, when I'm, I've been playing a lot of Destiny, and the reason I brought this up is because when I'm sitting there with the downtime, I'm just thinking of, you know, things about the show and this show specifically and, you know, what to talk about. And obviously, I knew I wanted to talk about Destiny and bring it up because of the grind. And there's a serious grind in pokemon and it's just not fun for me and i don't know if it's because i'm not competitive or i'm not good at it because i feel like i'm pretty decent at destiny um but like maybe it's that social aspect where it's never like four people sitting around playing pokemon I mean, we all could be, but it's not like we're on a Skype call or anything, and I don't know if yeah. that would make it better. But, but, was... but, but we're also we're not in worlds together, right? Like, I really like to do Pokemon battles with people. I, I do that a lot, but that's not in world. So, and you that's know, competitive. With... Whereas when we're doing Destiny, we're playing together. Even if we're playing against, you know, if we're playing Crucible, we're still on a team together. Well, maybe they'll have online berry making or something. <laughs> berry mixing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the grind is for Pokemon is, you know, either sit on a bicycle and go back and forth or, um, you know, find a horde of five Pokemon and wipe them all out with one move because you need the certain EVs. Yeah. And to me, that's not fun. I mean, yeah. I love going through the story of Pokemon. I love picking the six Pokemon and going through and then getting to the Hall of Fame. Uh, but afterwards, I just feel so burned out. And I was actually planning on rent game flying Destiny because I was like, ah, you know, I'm not a big shooter guy, and you know, after the initial story, I have nothing to go back to. But I've gone back to it every single day and doing the same stupid stuff all the time. And it's still good to me. And I cannot wait for Pokemon to capture that feeling in me. And it hasn't done so yet. I, I have a suspicion that they will be moving in that direction. It may take years. It literally may take years. But I think that they will move in that direction. Yeah. And when when Alpha Sapphire and Omega Omega Sapphire and Alpha which one is it Omega Ruby Omega and Alpha Ruby, Sapphire Alpha Sapphire when that comes out 
I I already have the weekend off. I'm very excited. I got off work and everything. I'll be playing it. I'll probably be doing mini podcasts like I did last year. So I am excited. No doubt for you guys listening. It's uh, it's I'm November twenty first, right? Yep, yep. I'm just being critical because I have high expectations for Pokemon and the Pokemon Company and Game Freak and Nintendo. I just have high expectations. That's all. There's nothing we wrong want, with that. We want the best for us and our friends. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, we're doing a Kickstarter. So if you're listening to this show, uh, the Kickstarter will be launching Tuesday morning, October 28th. And we have a really simple goal for the Kickstarter. Uh, we want to raise $5,000. That guarantees another 100 episodes. So that would take us from 152 to 251. Uh, in doing so, uh, we don't think or I don't think, because I made this whole Kickstarter page, uh, that that's asking for much since uh, we've given you 151 episodes up to this point. Over for free. For free. For free. Um, so I think in terms, if you're a new listener or if you're an old listener, uh, where we're coming from is you know we can do it. We gave you four years straight, so it's not like we gave you two months and now we're asking you for money and then we might drop off. We gave you four years. We gave you a lot of episodes. And the money is going to go to server fees, hosting fees, domain registrations. I want to get all those a couple of years out so I'm not paying monthly or I'm not paying yearly for those. And then more importantly, I want to get better equipment for everyone, both software and hardware, so the show overall sounds better. And then so I can stop out. using my iPhone headphones? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, some of the money will actually most of the money will go to t-shirts and pins and buttons and all that stuff yeah. um, to make those and then to ship them out to people. Um, and then we have some cool rewards here. So I'll just run down a couple. So uh, for a dollar, every, pretty much everyone who donates, even if you donate a dollar, your name will go on to our website under a special thanks column. Pretty simple. $10 is kind of the big one. It's kind of the one where, uh, hope uh, that I'm hoping is the more popular one. It's ten dollars gets you a Kickstarter only episode of it's super effective, so it won't be like uh, it won't be in the main series of 152, 153, 154. It would be its own like spinoff episode, probably around two hours in content about a specific topic, and that topic we will probably uh, survey out to the people who back to see what they want to want us to talk about. But as for the main point of our show is still to cover news and anything. So it's not like if you don't back, you won't, you'll miss out on news or anything. This will be a Kickstarter exclusive episode. So $10 and higher, it's going to get you that episode. Um, $15, which is going to get you that episode, but it's also going to get you an on air shout out. Um, and then from there we have 25 gets you all of that. Plus some, a button and sticker pack. A couple buttons, a couple, couple stickers shipped right out to you, free shipping for all this stuff. $50 is going to get you all that, plus the limited edition t-shirt. Our next big thing that we're kind of really excited about is the $75 reward tier. So you're going to get everything I just said, plus you're going to get one of 10 pillows that are left. Uh, these were the pillows that were at Midwest Gaming Classic. And not only do you get the pillow and the shirt and the sticker, and everything else, but you also get to pick a topic of it's super effective. So if you want us to talk about the Safari Zone, 
that you want us to talk about, you know, Pokemon shipping or anything you want. Pokemon shipping? That was the second thing that came to my head. I don't know why. I'm going to bow out of that episode. (laughs) Uh, So that's limited to 10. And then the big, 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 big one that everyone wants is to be on the show. So for $100, and I feel like that's like really low compared to other Kickstarters on pot. Other podcast-based Kickstarters, I feel like that's a very low price. But $100 will get you on a full episode of It's Super Effective. That's limited to 25 And then finally, if and that's only, the, it's only to be on the episode, plus you get the Kickstarter-only episode. And then 125 gets you the shirt, the buttons, the episode, and then you get to be on the episode. So, so altogether, there's 35 chances to be on an episode of It's Super Effective. That will probably take us out to, you know, all of 2015. Um, if that's very, very popular, we can open up some more for late 2015, but obviously those people would be priority since they backed first, so. Oh, come on, it's Kickstarter. You don't get delivery until, like, three years after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm striving to get everything done on time, so. And then... <laughs> Uh, there are a couple higher reward tiers. Those are just sponsor things. So if you want your podcast sponsored, there's a couple or your product or your socks or your whatever. Obviously, we've done sponsors in the past. We've had Squarespace. We've had Foot Cardigan. We've had um, SteamWorld Dig from those guys. So we do reach a lot of listeners. So if you want to, you know, if you want to be a sponsor and have whatever. You, you want us to pimp. There are reward tiers for that. Um, we probably won't pimp like a porn site or anything. Probably won't. Probably won't. <laughs> probably won't. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the whole thing. It's pretty simple. I, I don't think it's unreasonable. So that should launch on Tuesday. And then it goes for about 20 days. And it ends the week of... The new Pokemon game, I believe, also that Tuesday. So that kind of gives you guys so that, satisfaction knowing that the Kickstarter was successfully backed. And then two days later, you can play the new Pokemon game. And we will be recording that weekend. Yeah. So is, that, is that Thanksgiving weekend? No, it's the week before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I only know because I have that Friday off. And then Saturday, Sunday, and then I come back to work on Monday and Tuesday, and then I have the rest of the week off. So I'm pretty excited. Your job is kind of a joke, <laughs> but anyways, my job is fantastic. I like my job a lot. Uh, yeah, so that is the Kickstarter. So if you're listening to this now, uh, the Kickstarter should be any day now, and we expect those limited re- rewards to go pretty quickly. If you've never backed with Kickstarter. Uh, it's a very safe and secure system. It goes through Amazon Payments. And it only charges you if the project is successful. So we have to hit over 5000 for it to charge you. And it only charges you on the very last day. So I know I did the Art Show Kickstarter in the past, um, which was very successful. Uh, and a lot of people were like, well, I have to wait till I get paid first for me to back. Technically, you don't. Because it doesn't take any money out until it is the very last day. So, so that would be like November 18th, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much so two, I, two days before that Friday. 
Uh, yeah, I w- I'm not going to name names, but I know at least one person who took their jar of coins down to the Coinstar, um, but you could actually go to Capital One Bank and they don't charge you a fee for it and cashed in all those coins. And now they're going to use that money to support the Kickstarter. So if you think you don't have any money, just find all those coins and take them down to the Coinstar and then <laughs> send that money to Steve. <laughs> There might be other reward levels too, and uh, as of right now, there are no stretch goals. I'm not, I don't like doing an entire project and having stretch goals because it's almost like you're trying to bite off more than you can chew. I want the main goal of what we're trying to achieve to kind of stand out. If we hit that $5,000, I do have stretch goals that are possible, but those wouldn't even be introduced until the goal is hit, so... I know that question will probably come up, but I hate projects that have stretch goals right away. And it's like, well, it seems like you're really aiming for this. For those goals. goals. Yeah. Not your initial project. And it, it just gives me a bad taste. So I'm just trying to keep it simple. And mostly this is for you guys to hear us continue talking. I don't know why anyone listens to the show, but they do. (laughs) I, I wonder that every week. <laughs> um, oh, and since we've been on hiatus, completely forgot. Uh, we you were got featured, buried? No. I, I did not know. Uh, we were featured in iTunes. Uh, we've been featured in iTunes under like the What's Hot, blah, blah, blah. But iTunes did this. Um, it was called Press Start, Press Start Gaming Podcast. So it had one of those banners in the iTunes area or whatever. When you clicked on it, it broke it down into four categories. Um, Each category had 15 selected podcasts, so nothing was duplicated. So, for example, one of them was like roundtable podcasts, and it showed the 15 hand-picked iTunes roundtable podcasts like Giant Bomb, and all those were sorted in there. Uh, There was one for... I can't remember. It was but um, Garnet on Games and some other stuff was in there. And then there was Unique... Oh, Unique Perspectives. That that was that one. And then there was Enthusiastic Podcast. And It's Super Effective made it under there. Number one. <laughs> or at least leftmost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was really very cool. And then like a month later, iTunes emailed me and was like, just to let you know, we, you were featured in this. And I was like, yeah, I, I know it was, it's been up for a while. iTunes, you're a little late on that email thing, but, uh, it was very cool. It's the thought that counts, man. It was, it was, I think that thing is still up. If you go to, uh, iTunes podcast gaming, it's, it's like a banner. It's really cool. Uh, but that was awesome to see. Yeah. So I think, 45 podcasts total, and we were one of 45 handpicked. I think that's pretty cool. I think so, too. Not not to toot our own horns or anything. Go ahead. Toot away. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we got, though. Uh, pretty short show. Uh, probably have a separate thing for Kickstarter and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, you guys have been awesome, so... Hopefully this next month will be just as awesome. And then when the new Pokemon game comes out, that will also be just as awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Will, where can they find you? 
well, now that I have totally sold my soul to the Sony Corporation um, and have the PS4 and the PS Vita, uh, add me on PSN. It's the same as my usual social media, Wash in the Sink, W-A-S-H-I-N. T-H-E-S-I-N-K, and that's also where you find me on Twitter, but that's really boring. PlayStation's where it's at, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My Twitter is at DraggingAlake, same as my PSN, also same as my Nintendo ID. Yeah, I need to fix that. If you wanted to add me on there. Uh, As for the show, you can follow the show uh, at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook, Google Plus, I think is a thing. YouTube is a thing. iTunes. If you haven't done so already, review us. We're on Stitcher Radio. Omni. It's been two months. I have forget all these services. Um, If you're listening to this, you know where to find us. Clearly. Clearly. Tell your friends. Tell your friends where to find us. Because we can't find ourselves. That's right. That is right. Uh, Otherwise... This has been some kind of episode of It's Super Effective. Wait, of the Pokemon Podcast. Oop, oop. And we are... The Kickstarter of Destiny. Effective. Super. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>